it is officially fantasy football semifinals week and if you are listening to this episode you are one win away from competing for fantasy glory and on today's episode of the regression to the mean podcast we have our top 50 wide receiver rankings in tiers for week 16 i am your host sean moran and i am joined by my co-host keegan thompson and for this week and this week only my fantasy football arch nemesis aiden holler aiden how you doing today man i'm nervous um just gonna get right to the point i'm i'm nervous the the squads are banged up me and me and sean are squaring off in um uh, in two semifinals this week um yeah it's probably like our like two of our bigger leagues i guess in terms of like buy-ins and just like really just pride um yeah just a lot of the fellas from college a lot of a lot of chirps um being sean or being gentlemen as i'm sure you guys could imagine you know we are we're, we're like we're classy men but um yeah i'm i'm ready to rock sean um may the best man win this week yeah no, nothing but respect um respect Aiden, i'm still not over what you did to me on christmas eve day last year with james connor the both of james you actually. Connor. james connor ruined my christmas that was tough for you that was tough for you getting double double uh double james <laughs> connor was, was pretty brutal uh it, i got greg dulcich in that game too we don't no one talks about that one but uh keegan how you doing today man i'm good i'm good i'm uh I'm relieved of like most football stress. I mean, the Jets are an absolute dumpster fire. I don't have to pretend like they're going to do something this year and make me excited. Um, down to one team in fantasy playoffs after uh, Sean completely dismantled one of my rosters. Um, I've gotten over the stress of fumbling some roster management. So I'm excited to just talk about football and not think about how it directly impacts me anymore because the wow. season was a grind and I think it beat me up but I'm over it you know it's just who cares right it's just fake money you know I don't pay real money for those <laughs> leagues who 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 would do that you know who would invest so much time and money just to uh get beat and made fun of by your friends but look, fake play, money. right look fake money. Keegan's Keegan's being modest Keegan's having by far away out of the three of us the best best ball year uh keegan's advancing a ton Easily. of the teams that he's drafted so he, he's doing quite good in best ball so he's a modest yep. man but yes i did kick his teeth in had a, what had people to, don't tell that, you that or what i tell people is 66 percent advance rate in bbm what i don't tell people three entries <laughs> that's still crazy <laughs> that you the holder of you, the mouse did pretty well keegan I, keegan had all the power and keegan <laughs> made all the right moves on his end so he, um, he advanced two bbm teams on three tries that is that's nuts um good 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 for keegan um yeah before we dive into the rankings of today's episode if you are like the 70 percent of people that watch this channel and don't subscribe go ahead hit that subscribe button we have a goal of 1,000 subscribers and we can't get there without you tagging along for the ride. So if you haven't subscribed yet, you know what to do. Also, like this video. If you have any questions, start sit. Um, any questions like where did Keegan buy his hat? Drop that in the comments below. If you are new to our rankings show, our format is pretty straightforward. I have ranked the top 50 wide receivers for week 16, and I've broken them into tiers. I'm going to take you all tier by tier and share thoughts on guys that I'm higher on and lower on versus consensus. And along the way, Keegan and Aiden are going to highlight some of the guys that they think that you should be starting or sitting this week. If you are watching this video on YouTube, you're going to see the rankings. And on these rankings, you're going to see a bunch of different data. So along with where I've ranked players, you're going to see the opposing defense that a player or receiver is going to play. 
You're going to see where that opposing defense ranks against wide receivers, how many points per game they give up to wide receivers. Along with that, you're going to see expected fantasy points per game rank, and you're going to see fantasy points per game rank over the past month. Expected fantasy points is essentially a metric that evaluates a player's usage and determines how many points they should have scored. It's a super useful stat that allows us to find regression candidates. My rankings also lean pretty heavily on the last four weeks of data. I find that data from the beginning of the year isn't as accurate as fresh data for players that have really come along as the season's progressed. An example of a player whose usage at the beginning of the year is night and day versus now is Rashi Rice. He's like a wide receiver six in PPR production right now at the beginning of the year. Guy was getting like three or four catches per game. <clears throat> With the last four weeks of data, I can more accurately give you guys the best possible data. Lastly, each tier is timestamped. So if you want to jump around, feel free to go to the tier that you have specific start set questions or want to learn more on and really just want to make this content as relevant as possible to you. And as always, if you want to see more of these rankings and get a little bit more in depth, the rankings to this episode are below in the show notes. All right, guys, ready to jump in? Let's rock and roll. I get goosebumps whenever you say that, Aiden. Just, just truly, truly goosebumps. All right, I'm down. so when I'm looking at week 16 wide receiver rankings, I think two guys really here are standing out as the cream of the crop, the one and the two in the tier one of wide receivers. And I have Tyree Kill and CeeDee Lamb. So the Cheetah didn't play in week 15. Jalen Waddle went absolutely nuts against the best secondary in the NFL. This week, he is going up against a Dallas secondary that has given her up around 24 fantasy points per game to wide receivers, which is the 27th fewest amount of points to wide receivers. But I am not too worried. I think this game could become a shootout, and I think he's going to take CeeDee Lamb for a ride, even though both these defenses have been quite... I mean, Miami's been fine against wide receivers. Dallas has been stingy. I just feel pretty good overall about a shootout in this one. guys thoughts on this specific tier do you think i am being too exclusive with tier one do you think any other guys should be here joining cheetah and cd in week 16 the only guy i could maybe argue is um is aj brown i think we've seen him come back down to earth a bit over the last couple of weeks um you know he had that stretch in you know october and early November where it was like consistent 20 plus uh, point games. And I think this is a really good spot for him. Obviously the Eagles are sliding quite a bit. Um, Giants secondary is um, it's not very good. Uh, they made some nice plays on Monday night, but um, you know, the Eagles offense is, is better than Seattle. There's kind of no ways to sugarcoat this. Um, I think AJ Brown could have an absolutely massive game. This um, feels like a really nice get right spot for them. Um, I think like the two guys, like Tyreek and CD, you know, they're wide receiver one and two on their season for a reason. They're both getting like 10 plus targets. It's like absolute volume, just like maniacs. Um, but if I had to put anyone up there, it'd personally be AJ for me. I'm all good with these top two, Sean. All right. If Keegan's good, I'm good. It's a little bit of a weird wide receiver week. Like it's, it's hard to pinpoint who I think is kind of stretching themselves farther away from the competition, but I do think you've got the top two right here. So. Moving on to the next tier, Aiden touched on it. A.J. Brown is in this tier. I have him as wide receiver four, but the next tier is wide receiver three through six. I've got wide receiver three, Amon Ross St. Brown. Wide receiver four, A.J. Brown. Wide receiver five, Justin Jefferson. 
and wide receiver six, Stephon Diggs. So really the big name that I want to call out here is Amon Ross St. Brown. He has a juicy matchup against a Minnesota secondary that has surrendered 29 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. He'd had a kind of a little hit or miss back-to-back weeks in the Amon Ross St. Brown world where he's not you know, getting his 18 to 20 points. Uh, it was more of like 10 to 12, uh, but he went nuclear against the Broncos, and that was in a game in which his tight end caught three touchdowns and he still went off. I feel very good about this game played indoors against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is good at stopping the run, not great at stopping in the pass. I think the sun god, he uh, he might be back. So I'll pause at this specific tier here. Any call-outs? I know, Aiden, you called out A.J. Brown. Keegan, is there anyone that's speaking to you here in this tier? Um, yeah, I want to talk about the sun god. You know, I like to bring up uh, some some coverage statistics for wide receivers and running backs when I can. But pulling this data from Fantasy Points uh, Data Suite, if you guys haven't used that, you've got to check it out. It's like one of the best ways to analyze like different aspects of the game that you might not be thinking of when you're um, – looking at your fantasy matchups, but for Amon Ra, you mentioned, you know, comes off a heater from Denver, kind of getting out of his little mini slump. Vikings deploy the second or the highest rate of cover two coverage in the league, 29.2%. And Sun God is averaging kind of three quarters of a yards per route run. So a little bit less than yards per route run against cover two and a 20% target share on 54 routes. So it's not a huge sample size, but there are some ways, I think, for the Vikings to stop him or kind of slow him down. But they're also giving up the second most receptions and 15th most receiving yards per game to receivers lined up in the slot. So this is a big opportunity for Sun God to continue kind of his hot streak here. So Vikings have been a pretty stingy defense. You know, they're not the worst. They're not the best. They've been good. Uh, but I do like Amon Ra as well this week. And then this many tier here with Jefferson and Diggs. I think Diggs will probably bounce back. Uh, it's unlike him to go this many games yeah. without kind of a true blow-up game. I'm still worried about ranking Jefferson this high coming off of injury. Obviously, the Nick Mullins played a good game last week, but it just feels really high for J.J. Yeah, His stats I, were better than I remember. Like, I watched the game, and I was just looking at it again. He caught 7 of 10 targets for 84 yards. Um, yeah, it was still really good. I'd, and I don't remember it being, like, I don't remember seeing that much Jettas. Um, so, like, my main takeaway from this tier is, like, I'm just really excited to watch the two NFC North receivers go at it. Um, if I had to guess, I think JJ outscores ARSB, personally. Um, I think, like you mentioned, Keegan, the Vikings defense has been really stout lately the Lions defense is trending the wrong direction. Um, so I'd be willing to bet JJ outscores him, but um, I'm just really excited to watch these two go at it. It's, you know, two marquee uh, like wide receivers in the game right now. Must win game for Minnesota. Their playoff odds drop to, I think, 24% if they lose. So yeah, big game set, for them yeah. at home against the division rival. I do not believe in this Detroit secondary and Nick Mullins looked fully capable of feeding Jay Jettas, which I, I think Everyone, the, the, the pastor really. was a little concerned about. And then Stephon Diggs is a major regression candidate. Wide receiver, Big 17 time. usage, 39 production. This is such a get-right spot. 
is, I mean, this is basically going to be a Bills home game. If Bills fans want to come to LA, they're going to take over the stadium. This is the Chargers' yeah. first game without Brandon Staley. I, I think the, the the Bills are twelve point favorites. They're going to roll them. I feel like if there was a week for for Diggs to get back on track, it would it would definitely be this week. Before we dive into the next tier, today's episode of the Regression of the Mean Podcast is brought to you by Chalkboard Fantasy Sports. We can't stop playing this chalkboard picks game. Uh, Aiden and I are just chalking our board all day, every day, uh, sending Tough. each other, uh, building slips, sending each other ideas. It's it's a good time. Uh, so essentially, you can win up to 100x your money by simply choosing more or less on the projected stat lines of your favorite NFL players. If you play prize picks or pick them on underdog, it's super similar. But what makes chalkboard picks unique is the fact that they offer alternate lines. So for example, this Thursday night, we've got the Rams and we've got the Saints at SoFi Stadium. We think this game is going to be a shootout. We're going to get into this a little bit more with Lave and Cup later on in the episode. But we want to bet on the passing games for each team here. So if you go ahead and download the Chalkboard app right now, link is in the description of this video, you can take Chris Olave's receiving yards down from 62.5 to 39.5. You can take Cooper Cup's receptions down from 6.5 to 5.5. And, and you can take Alvin Kamara's receptions down from 4.5 to three and a half, and you can create a slip that is cashed 73% of the times this season. And if you put 10 bucks on that slip, you can double your money up to 20. You can sign up for the Chalkboard app in the link in the description, and you can use promo code RTM for up to $100 in bonus bets, aka free bets, aka free money. All right? Got to take advantage of this. We are riding with this slip. We are riding with Chris Olave, Cooper Cup, and Alvin Kamara. Come on. Like taking it down to three and a half. Alvin Kamara gets like 18 targets a game from Noodle Arm Derek Carr. So it's it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. Come ride with us on Thursday Night Football. All right. Moving on into the next tier of guys here. Wide receivers seven through ten. I've got Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, and DK Metcalf. If you guys have noticed, I've, I've made smaller tiers this week. I just felt like it was necessary to delineate from, from the different wide receiver options. This is, this is big for the mean team. we got to make sure they punch their tickets, right? I guess the really only guy I want to call out in this tier, and this is probably my biggest move against consensus uh, rankings this week, is Calvin Ridley. I've got Calvin Ridley at wide receiver nine. Um, he's the biggest positive regression candidate on the board, fellas. He's the wide receiver two in usage over the past month and the wide receiver 34 in production. Uh, something's got to give here. Christian Kirk's hurt. Zay Jones is hurt. I think Trevor Lawrence is trending towards playing, and Tampa Bay has just gotten absolutely lit up by wide receivers this season. They are a pass-funnel defense. They're willing to give up a ton of passing yards and stop the run. So I'm very high on Calvin Ridley in this range. Anything standing out here in this tier? Yeah, for Calvin Ridley, yes. He, like, even, like, week 15 specifically is his expected points was ridiculous and his performance was obviously not so great for your fantasy team. A really good opportunity for him specifically as an out wide wide receiver. Buccaneers are giving up the fourth most receiving yards per game, 128 and a half receiving yards and the fifth most receptions to receivers aligned out wide. So this is a pretty good opportunity for Calvin Ridley. And for measure last week, Dontavian Wicks uh, tuned in six receptions for 97 yards in that exact matchup out wide. So, Good opportunity for Calvin Ridley, who I think is much more of an alpha than Dontavian Wick. So if he can do it, why can't Ridley? And then DJ Moore, 
what a yeah what a good, baby what, what a good week for him uh that's for sure he's definitely on my radar as somebody i'll be paying attention to i think has a a pretty nice opportunity this week five run game with 22 plus fantasy points in full contest with justin Fields. it ended last week he only had four for 52 on eight targets against the browns but Browns are good defense. Yeah, um, Cardinals they're the best defense in the NFL. The Browns, are the yeah, best defense in the NFL. And four for fifty-two is not a bad day in real life. Obviously, it's not what you want in fantasy. But uh, right now, Cardinals pretty good matchup. Last uh, time they faced somebody similar to DJ uh, yards after the catch type receiver. Debo went four forty-eight and two in that matchup last week. Their twelfth most receiving yards per game, the thirteenth most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So. Great opportunity for DJ Moore here. Yeah, I love the DJ spot. Um, Bears can't run the ball very well right now, which is like one of the things the Niners did really well. Um, Brock still threw for like 250, um, and it felt like there was like a lot of meat on the bone, but like McCaffrey was just feasting. I don't think the Bears are going to run as well. So, yeah, I I see a big game from DJ. I think if, if you're in the semifinals, I'd feel pretty good with both Justin Fields and DJ Moore this week. I think it's a great spot for them. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's huge. The Cardinals are just a bad defense, so it's a big spot for the Bears. They're just a bad team, man. <laughs> They're well coached, <laughs> though. But yeah, they don't they don't have the guys. Uh, <laughs> the next tier that I have here, wide receivers eleven through fourteen, is just the 49ers and Rams receivers. Uh, it's kind of lazy, no idea but what to do here. Um, Debo at wide receiver eleven, Brandon Ayuk wide receiver twelve, Cooper Cup wide receiver thirteen, Puka Nakua wide receiver fourteen. Um, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk remain negative regression candidates. They continue to dunk on regression and be highly efficient. Ayuk has kind of come back to earth over the past month as the wide receiver 30 in points per game. Uh, This is a bit of a tough matchup against Baltimore, but you have to think Ayuk's going to get going a little bit here soon. And then Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, it's a good spot for the both of them. Uh, Nakua continues to see a better role in terms of expected fantasy points. Uh, he is 15th in usage to Cooper Cup's 27th, but Cooper Cup is running much hotter right now on touchdowns. Cooper Cup is the wide receiver 12 over the last month, whereas Puka Nakua is wide receiver 28. So I'll pause here. Any thoughts on this specific tier? Yes, going with the Puka and Cooper Cup thing, I think we're kind of seeing it shift back to cup. I mean, three straight games with, with eight plus targets, you know, we had eight, 10, and then eight obviously turns that in for 111 yards and a touchdown last week. Um, big touchdown, huge touchdown. Puka's had over, Puka's had a guy within 20 yards of him on that touchdown. Yeah. Puka's had Puka's last three games, seven, nine, and eight. So I, I don't know if I'm buying this narrative that cups taking over. But. And I, I like the the cup spot as well, too, based off some coverage. The Saints will uh, be deploying a, a pretty high rate of man coverage. They're sixth in the league um, in deploying man coverage. And cup is the clear leader in the clubhouse at almost a 30% target share against man coverage. And he's averaging almost two, two yards per route run on 94 routes against man. So it's been a, a good run for wide receivers against that specific type of coverage. And it's obvious that Cooper Cup is kind of the preferred target in there, but the both of them should have their their way with the Saints this week. I think Matthew Stafford's just on a hot streak. I would not want to see the Rams in the playoffs, to be no, honest. Do not. Do not I think, at all. I think that they could beat Dallas if they played him in the first round. Um, we talked like in fantasy about Matt Stafford, and we kept saying, you know, it's exactly. coming, it's coming, the touchdowns will come. I mean, he's throwing for 300 yards. 
and What's no the touchdowns. Word for that? And here he is. <laughs> It's called, uh, it's called he's regressing his mean right now. Matt Stafford mean. and the Rams are regressing their means for sure. Yeah, pretty, they have a huge game this week. Like huge. the winner of that game is is like pretty like pretty locked in. Yeah. Whether it be them or the Saints, like whoever wins that game is is going to the playoffs. Like it that's it'd be pretty hard to fumble if you win that game, not making the playoffs. That's the other thing too, is we're in that weird time of fantasy season where, you know. I'm starting to not think so much about weather games, especially when somebody like Matt Stafford playing, you know, I'm starting to think less about the defenses they're facing, like from an overall rating standpoint, maybe not so much coverages because that's important to me, but people are fighting for playoff spots or they're fighting for first round buys. Like the best version of the team that yeah. they hope will show up at any given point. They're turning the it team. up. So like, it's, they're turning it up for sure. It's really hard to discount, like Sean brought up, like, yeah, the Niners have a tough matchup, but am I going to sit here and think, like, Brock Purdy and their skill players are going to drop a dud because it's a tough matchup? Absolutely not. You know, like, all options are on the table for these, so just be wary of that when you're trying to make roster decisions. Start like start your start your studs. Always and forever, folks. Start start your studs. If they're not studs, then we, you know, got to go back to the drawing table a little bit, and that's, uh, that's what we're here to help you with. But, yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. Uh, moving on to the next tier here, I've got wide receivers 15 through 18, 15, Rishi Rice, 16, Jalen Waddle, 17, T. Higgins, and 18, Chris Olave. Um, Chris Olave has been pretty efficient over the past month. I feel pretty good about this matchup. The Rams have been pretty friendly to wide receivers. Uh, he is a positive TD regression candidate. Olave has close to 1,000 receiving yards, only four touchdowns. I feel like if there was ever a week for Lave to run into a couple touchdowns, it could be this week in kind of a must-win game. He is going to play. I know there were some issues with his ankle, but I feel good about Lave. Anyone else in this tier that you guys want to call out before we jump to the next one? Got to be the highest you've had Rasheed Rice all year, huh? And T. Higgins. He's earned it. <laughs> it's the highest. I wasn't going to bring up the T. Higgins thing. By, yeah, my but... arch nemesis made the catch of the year, and now he gets a cake matchup versus Pittsburgh. You got to have T. It. Higgins as, like a border, as like a borderline wide receiver one um, yep. with, with Jamar Chase out. It's it's the hate needs to stop for me when Chase is out. But yeah, Rishi I just Rice, think it's good to see Rishi Rice up this yeah. high in the rankings. It's like all year, just playing more, just playing more. Like the you slowly. Yeah slowly but surely like climbing his way up the ladder and i think the chiefs have finally figured it out yeah it was like a 90 plus like route participation yeah. i think finally it was like dude and it worked it was like the dude popped off it's like he's the only reliable wide receiver in that room it's it, it's pretty sweet do you know who he reminds me of R- rookie debo samuel uh on to the next tier here uh wide receivers 20 uh, wide receivers 19 to 26 and i know how crazy that comp is but i'm just telling you he reminds me of ricky debo samuel wide receivers 19 to 26 i've got Devonte adams wide receiver 19 devonta smith 20 deandre hopkins 21 amari cooper 22 garrett wilson 23 josh palmer welcome to this tier my friend wide receiver 24 <laughs> 25 Whoa. Colton sutton 26 chris godwin yeah Josh Palmer and T. Higgins getting major jumps. I've buried my Josh Palmer. Let's not put T. Higgins and Josh Palmer in in the same sentence there. They only belong in sentences because Sean hates them both. So I 
I've dropped my Josh Palmer hate. He he's had a really good year when he's been healthy. So um, Sean I, straight up last year told me in the middle of the season like Josh Palmer's just not good. He's he just wasn't. never gonna be good. He, he was so frustrating last year. Uh, but I, I it's definitely like the think- Billy Madison list of uh, <laughs> of, of the guy with like the kill list. It's like T Higgins and Josh Palmer are both on the list. So hopefully Josh they're Palmer indeed. He did nothing wrong outside of the fact that he was like getting way too many targets and an injury. Sean was getting mad that a wide receiver three was playing like a wide receiver three. And he was like, oh, I hate this guy. (laughs) Well, he is back now on the menu. He is he is very high up the rankings, in my opinion, like the main course. He's the main guy. He's he's the main guy this week. He is like he's he's the fillet. He's an easy wide receiver two this week, in my opinion. Um, Keenan Allen hasn't practiced yet this week. They have nothing to play for. They have a head coach whose name is Giff or Jiff or Glyph. I don't know. It might be Jeff. It, it might be pronounced Jeff. I it don't might know, just be. My just... name is my name is Jeff. It might just my name be is Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel really good about Palmer this week. I feel good about Chris Godwin. Where the hell did that come from? That was insane. Dude, a twenty six burger in the first round of the playoffs for Chris Godwin. Shout out season, a legend. Season high in every category. It was like really wish and he would have saved it for next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> and believe it or not, the <laughs> offense looks good. It was like they used the middle of the field. They used Mike Evans on deep stuff. And like it was how we expected the offense to look. Where has he been? Like he's been healthy this year. Where has Chris Godwin been? And he's got a pretty cake matchup this week. So Chris they Godwin, remembered, back. They remembered that they could throw screens to him and use him over the middle of the field. And it was like, oh, yeah, this guy's like actually really good if you just get Bro, him the in The Buccaneers space. went wild in the past game last week. Baker, four tutties. I really like, enjoyed it. Green that was crazy. It. Green Bay's that. defense is so trash. They let Swiss. Tommy DeVito and Baker Mayfield be the NFC player of the week in <laughs> back-to-back weeks. So. Just badass stuff. Badass stuff. Moving on to the next tier, guys, here I've got wide receivers 27 through 30, a.k.a. all of these guys are on the same team for me, and I have no idea who to start. Uh, wide receiver 27, Drake London. No, wide receiver again. 28, Jordan Addison. <laughs> he He's a rat. Wide receiver 29, Zay Flowers. And wide receiver 30, <laughs> Deontay Johnson. So just this tier, my main call out is, is Drake London. Um, this is against me. No, no, no. This is against Pud. Um, my, okay. I've got I'll, Deontay I'll going against you. Um, my main call out here for Drake London. <laughs> I hate Arthur Smith so much. Like I hate him so much. It is. I it, hate it's his the stupid yeah, face. It's the this is the end I, clip over and over. I again. just. Like, I really do not like Arthur Smith. When I see that his stud wide receiver has the wide receiver thirty seven usage over the past month, it makes me so frustrated. I don't care if your quarterback is blind, deaf, or dumb. Get the ball to Drake fucking London, dude. Just, just you're overthinking it. You don't need to run Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan as decoys so you can scheme up some dude named like Fitzsimmons for like a 50 yard completion. I don't even know what he's doing. I hope he loses. You know, those uh, are fired so bad. You know those NFL like slideshow things that I send you guys, like the TikTok videos. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Fitzsimmons yeah, yeah. guy is like, there's going to be one soon that's like, blah, 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 yeah. Fitzsimmons, future slideshow participator. I <laughs> caught a 50 yard ball. I, I just, this tier is welcome back, Jordan Addison. That's exciting. Zay Flowers, what the fuck was that last week? That was insane. Guy was got like a 30% target share when Mark Andrews is out and he gets two targets. I don't know where that came from. And then, 
my thing with Deontay Johnson is Mason Rudolph comes in and he targeted DJ like three or four times. Did he complete a single pass? I don't think so, but I think a ton of volume is coming DJ's way. And I think George Pickens is like going to be borderline benched soon, which could just mean 10 plus targets he, for Deontay. He's a problem. He's got, he's a, he's got issues. He uh, just wants major... better. I don't blame him. I'd act the same way if I had to catch balls Fuck from Kenny no. Pickett. No you gotta be a way. professional. You, gotta you be... cannot do that in the Bro, NFL. we don't say that about other star wide receivers that are really good at football. Maybe he's no not a star. One acts you know what like I mean? That. And he's not a star. Bro, like, DK acts like that like every weekend. DK's earn DK's like so many tiers above George Pickens. Like I know, it's but I'm just saying it's insane. I'm just saying you DK we is. can't be we can't get mad at players who like Yeah, you can. Oh, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to pick him apart for one run block that he missed. I mean, oh no, I'm not either. It's just this idea. I was watching. Oh, I'll it's this it idea apart. that his teammates don't seem to like him. That bugs me. When Jalen I wouldn't Warren's... like anybody in Pittsburgh either, except nah, for maybe dude. TJ Watt. The dude. rest of that team sucks. Nah, Jalen Warren's like I would have blocked for George Pickens. I was like, damn, that is brutal. Like you don't you don't yeah. want to let your teammate down. He said I didn't want to get tank dealt. Shut up, like, bro. What? Oh, you I just don't, don't like blocking. All right. This this is getting a little hot takey for fantasy football sakes. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> this is just my gripe with George Pickens moving uh, on to the next tier. Moving on to the next tier of guys here. Wide receivers 31 <laughs> through 38. I've got Jackson Smith and Jigba 31, 32, Tyler Lockett, 33, Noah Brown, 34, Jacoby Myers, 35, Jaden Reed, 36, Terry McLaurin, 37, Curtis Samuel, 38, OBJ. Jackson Smith and Jigba, is the breakout coming? I don't know, but his usage is better than Tyler Lockett's and his production is better than Tyler Lockett over the past month. It may be Jover for Lockett. That came pretty swift. He had a great year last year, and he just fell off a cliff this year. Just Um, just, just keep selling houses, dude. You had a good run. Keep selling houses and writing poems. Uh, He writes poems? About being a virgin. Okay, so Noah Brown... Yeah, it's a, we, Keegan and I dove into this last year. Tyler Lockett was a virgin for quite some time. All respect. Let's take this okay? offline. Te- Let's team take no this sex. Offline. Dude, he probably started having sex this year, and that's why he's not good. That's probably what happened. He lost his edge. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm crushing it with these he rankings. Literally I haven't felt the touch of a, nice. oh, of a woman in, in years. Okay, so <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Noah Brown, you probably want to get him into your lineup if Nico isn't playing. I know it's a brutal matchup against Cleveland, but if you're in a league with two flexes, Noah Brown's probably going to see like seven or eight targets like he did last week. He had 22 fantasy points. Jaden Reed, if he plays and Watson doesn't, you got to move him up, but he didn't practice and he's got a toe injury. And then uh, Terry McLaurin, great to see you had a nice breakout game in terms of usage. But if you play McLaurin this week against the Jets, seek help. Good luck. Yeah, seek help. The only guy who beats the Jets is Jalen Waddle because he's the fastest guy alive. Um, so that's that's really it uh, for for this team. That was like the guys. first blown coverage I've seen, like massively blown wide receiver coverage that led to a big play oh, for the first time cooked. this year. He got cooked. I mean, that's like and that's that DJ Reed, like Waddle. all pro corner. All pro. And yeah. Waddle is so good. Dude. His the way he can change like directions. Just like subtle hip movements at full speed. It's he's just so he leaves fast. guys on skates. It's just it's crazy how fluid he is when he's at full speed. Okay. Uh any any thoughts on this tier before we get to the last two? I got nothing here. Kind of a weird group here. I don't I wouldn't want to play any of these guys except Jaden Reed. Uh J- I mean Jaden Reed, Noah, Noah Brown yeah, are interesting. Like Noah Brown, they, maybe they could but... be good usage plays. The next tier, guys, that I have here, 39 through 43, I've got Josh Downs, Dentavian Wicks, Adam Thielen, Romeo Dobbs, and Brandon Cooks. 
The only guy that I think is interesting in this tier, in my opinion, is Dontavian Wicks. If Jaden Reed were to miss time and Christian Watson weren't to go, even though it's a rough matchup against Carolina, who's been stingy to wide receivers, you're looking at maybe like another seven for 90 opportunity game for Dontavian Wicks. I think he's he's very interesting. Any thoughts on this tier before we get to the last guys? Welcome back to earth, you dust ball, Adam Thielen. Never wrong. I, never I wrong. Fully rescind my like. Uh, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we apologized. We like that was super heartfelt. That was from the bottom of my heart, Adam. And you suck again. No, I'm we, kidding. We capitulated oh, so hard, and I think he has like 200 receiving yards since he had like 700 to start. The it's year. gotten pretty dark. Yeah, dark. He just ran out of juice. Ran out of juice. The offense basically they just decided to just run the ball every single play to protect Bryce Young. That is the offense now. So they just is, is Pittman going to play? I am not projecting Pittman in. If he does, you know, slide him up the ranks. He's in this Mike Evans, uh, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf tier, in my opinion. If Pittman plays, if Pittman doesn't play. Josh Downs, you're probably putting him in this tier with Drake London, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and Deontay Johnson. Um, Falcons opinion. are giving up the 13th most receptions to receivers aligned in the slot this year. Keegan's got Keegan's got the nuggets. Adam Thielen from the suite. Adam Thielen from the slot last weekend went four for 43 in that matchup. So that's not a terrible fantasy day. And if Pittman doesn't play, definitely upgrade Josh Downs. I'm not subbing him in over, you know, anybody top 26 and up. Like, but I could sub him in over Drake London or maybe Zay Flowers just because of matchups and environment. But yeah, I, I think he's firmly in this if you're watching purple tier. Um, the, the perp tier. Uh, the, the, the last group of the guys here. Cup tier. Yeah, the double bubbly. Okay, so <laughs> wide receivers 44 to wide receivers 50. I've got Wandale Robinson, Tyler Boyd, George Pickens, Demario Douglas, Nico, get it well, uh, Rashid Shahid. Say his name. Davis. Yes. Um, Tyler Boyd is someone you could talk me into moving up. Pitt is terrible against slot receivers, and Tyler Boyd pretty much exclusively plays from the slot. I probably could jump him up into this tier with Jacoby Myers and Noah Brown, honestly, and I, I probably will after this. Um, outside of this tier, it's been back-to-back goose eggs from Gabe Davis, so you know a spike week's coming against the Chargers. You just know it's going to happen when literally no one starts him. So... Um, Interesting tier here. Any thoughts on these guys before we jump? I think it's a Gabe Davis week. Um, <laughs> Aiden O'Connell just, <laughs> dude. Aiden O'Connell just threw for four tutties and three hundred. He looked like Tom Brady out there against this Chargers defense. I don't care if they just got a new coach, whatever. Inspired, inspired football. I, I think Gabe Davis. You're probably not in the playoffs if you've been playing him, anyways. Um, but like your consolation bracket with Gabe Davis is going to go crazy. I yes, can even start would, him in the I consolation love, bracket. You've got I would love stones. a greedy Gabe Davis blow up in my fifth place game. That would be awesome. Oh, but that's gonna He's do like a the- drug, dude. Gabe Davis <laughs> is the drug of fantasy football. Like you know it's not good for you, but if it hits, it hits. Don't start Gabe Davis. Don't do it. But you're right. It, it he's had three goose eggs in his last five games where he does not He's not recorded a single point. Um, I don't really get it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, 
But it's, that's going to do it for one. this episode of the Regression of the Mean podcast. If you have any specific start-sit questions on wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, you name it, uh, quarterbacks, defenses, drop them in the comments below. We're going to be available online and answering any and all questions you may have to help you punch your ticket to the fantasy finals. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, until next time.